0: It's that time of year where a lot of people are talking about goals. And here's the thing. Goals are about so much more than the outcome you're aiming for. Because even the most practical goal requires you to shift out of your comfort zone. Hello, 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 and happy new year. This is our first episode of 2022, and I'm really delighted to welcome you to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money, because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to tune in today. So thank you. Now, before we dive into this episode, I've got three questions for you. Maybe you can ruminate on them as you're listening to the episode or actually pause and take a moment to answer these questions. But here goes. The first is what's your biggest financial accomplishment from last year? Or what was a better way of asking that question is what was your biggest financial accomplishment last year? What was your biggest financial challenge last year? And whatever your answers to those two questions, here's the third. How are your answers, how are they influencing what you desire most for this year? I'd love to know your answers. So if you are game, send me a direct message on Instagram with them. I'm Jaquette M. Timmons on Instagram. All right. Let's move on into today's show. As I'm recording this, we are just a little over a week into the new year, and that means that this is one of several times where you are hearing someone, i.e. me, weigh in on the big debate, resolutions versus goals. And by now, you've probably heard the stat from a report published by U.S. News & World Report and it goes a little something like this. More than 80% of people fail at their New Year's resolutions by mid-February. Look, I used to be in the camp of people who made New Year's resolutions. I used to also play the semantics game and conflate resolutions with goals, because after all, aren't resolutions just goals called by another name? Well, I'm of a different mind today. About seven years ago, I started focusing on goals in lieu of resolutions. Ever since, it's something I suggest my clients do too, and it is why I am in your ear right now with the same message. Especially because the approach you take to making the changes you want and achieving what matters, that approach really does indeed make a difference. And to help me make this case for prioritizing goals over resolutions and why I think you'd benefit from taking the stance of figuring out your goals instead of making resolutions, let's start with their respective definitions. According to Merriam-Webster, resolution is defined as the decision to do or not do something whereas a goal is defined as the end toward which effort is directed so yes both words reflect a desire for something to change and perhaps represents or represent i should say a chance for a fresh start or an opportunity to see yourself or aspects of your circumstances anew yet my interpretation of these definitions is that the former resolution slash a decision involves a single step, and the latter, i.e. goal slash effort, involves multiple steps. And in my opinion, those multiple steps can make all the difference in the world. That's why I'm in your ear today to share the steps I recommend to my clients and what I practice in my life and business. You might choose to use all of what I'm about to share, or maybe just a few. Either way, my hope is that the flow of the steps will help you make 2022 one of your best yet. So let's get started, and let's get started with the first step. And usually I list things and there is no, you know, chronological order to them. In this instance, I really do think sequence matters. So first step is declare it. What do I mean by that? Because the obvious can often be the easiest thing to overlook, I recommend you start first with writing down all your goals, unfettered by whether it's a professional or a personal goal, a financial or a non-financial goal, or even if it's something you want in the short or long term. So begin by initially doing Brain dump. Then that leads us to the second step, and that is feed your goals. All goals need something from you. What do your goals need? And for each of the goals that you've written down, start to begin to brainstorm what you may need. What does that goal need from you in order to be reached? So, for example, Do you need to learn a new skill or amplify an existing one in order to achieve a particular goal? Do you need a resource that you don't have currently? As you get curious about what your goals need, be mindful that it is really important not to get stuck in the how. Don't jump to that too prematurely. Because if you focus on the how-to soon, you may end up losing momentum before you have even gotten a chance to get things going. So be mindful of that uh, at this particular step. So now the third step is to take stock. Once you have an idea of what your goals are and what your goals need from you, it's time to take stock of where you are currently in relation to that. And what this does is it helps you to see more clearly how wide the gap is between where you are now and where you're aiming to be and what you're aiming to do slash have. And you may think, well, I already know this. It's in my head. But there is really, you you have a different experience, I think, with that gap when it's not just in your head and you actually write it down. You might see some opportunities that might not um come into clearer focus if it's just in your head. Another aspect of taking stock is this. Make sure that you be kind to yourself if any of your goals have been on your list before or for a really long time. Be sure that you're not using this taking stock stock step is what I'm trying to say, um, as an opportunity to beat up on yourself for either not having achieved it previously or for it taking a really, really long time. That said, do invest the time to get curious about the reasons you didn't meet the goal or make as much progress as you had hoped. So here's the next step, know your why. You can have, you know, a goal of the same name as the next person, as the next person, as the next person, but having the same goal, what makes it, I should say, different is why that goal resonates for you. So each of your goals resonate with you for a reason. So if two people say they wanna save more and if they get really granular and two people say, I wanna save $12,000 this year, the why for why you wanna do that is more than likely, like 100% likely to be very different for why the next person wants to do that. So keep that in mind. Each of your goals resonate with you for a reason. So it is important to make note of why your goal is important to you. And here again, be sure to be unfiltered. In other words, give yourself permission to own your why without any self-judgment or concern about external judgment either. Because at the end of the day, your goals are your goals. Next step, know the benefit. What's the benefit of achieving your goal to you specifically and potentially for others? And to me, this goes a little bit beyond just indicating why, like why the goal resonates with you. Like really dive into and get curious around How will will achieving this benefit you? Will there be an emotional benefit, an identity benefit, a financial benefit? Explore all of that. Next step, anticipate failure. There are some people who believe if you consider the possibility of failing at something, that what you are doing is setting yourself up to fail. I wholeheartedly disagree. I believe if you think about the what-ifs and acknowledge that failure can happen, you actually put yourself in a position to get ahead of what may derail you. In my book, Anticipating Failure helps you to be more proactive rather than reactive. Failure or thinking about failure can also kick up fears. And that's the next step. Befriend your fears. Now, some might say I have an unusual perspective on fear. And if you're curious, you can check out episode 109, where I actually talk about my relationship with fear and how I believe you and I benefit when we actually befriend them. And here's why I'm encouraging you to do this. Because befriending befriending your fears, is what I'm trying to say, becomes yet another tool in your kit for putting yourself in a position to be proactive. Two more steps. And the next one is, what excites you? So now you know what it is that you might be afraid of. But now let's close on another note, which is what excites you? Again, even if your goal is a practical one, there's gotta be something about it that excites you. Or maybe it's not the achievement of the goal in and of itself that excites you, but it is the, the achievement of the why or the benefit that excites you. Either way, look for that thing because being aware of that is what will help you when the journey toward achieving your goal gets tough. And very few goals uh, come unencumbered with you will, you know, without a few challenges along the way. But now that leads us to the final step, and that is to make a plan. And one of the things that I notice when it comes to goals is that sometimes a lot of people jump to this step of making a plan too soon. What I've discovered is that it is only after you've done all of the steps that I've just shared and outlined with you that you are now really ready to create a plan. And from my perspective, a plan represents a series of steps within a step. Steps that invite you to take a look at how you need to change and what you need to do differently. And these might include things like taking the time to reduce your brain dump of goals and selecting up to five of them as your priority for this year and then mapping out how do you intend to reach each goal. Now, why do I make this suggestion? Well, number one, you wanna do the brain dump so that you just get everything out of you, right? And it's really great to do that and have that on paper. But when you have it on paper and you're able to look at it, then you're able to select of everything, what do you want to give your time, energy, effort, and resources to? because here's the reality. You don't have an unlimited amount of time, energy, resources, and effort. So you have to either choose to prioritize what you'll focus on, or let circumstances do the prioritizing for you. And I think you would probably much rather be in a position where you are opting for the former um, because then you get a chance to decide how you want to manage again the elements of time, energy, effort, and and resources and you get to choose what does that look like from an efficiency standpoint and from an effectiveness standpoint. Another thing that comes to mind when it when I think about you know how do you need to change and what do you need to do differently and what that might look like is, Taking the step of looking at your behavior. What habits are you currently practicing? What happens? Do you need to practice to help you reach that goal? And if it means that you need to adjust a habit that you are currently practicing, what is that going to involve? And do you need support in making that adjustment? And then here's one more thing. And this is not to say that it's only these three things, but here's one more thing. When you take the time to you know, think about your plan and, and think about it as a series of steps within a step, and you are looking at once more, how do you need to change and what do you need to do differently? It really is also an invitation to create a system for tracking your effort and your progress, also known as getting some feedback. As you know, a lot of people talk about goals. A lot of people talk about resolutions and the the debate between the two. But I really like what Phoebe Gavin said, quote, resolutions are statements of intention while goals are statements of commitment, end quote. It's pretty obvious that I'm a huge fan of goals, not simply for the sake of goals, but for what is required of you when you go after your goals. Goals are about so much more than the outcome you're aiming for. The effort it takes to achieve your goals frequently helps you to become a better version of yourself. And by better, what I mean is, as examples, it increases your emotional intelligence. It increases your awareness about your strengths. It increases your awareness about where you have been brave, where you are currently being brave, where you need to be brave. You know, it invites you to define or redefine risk and what you're willing to do and not willing to do. And it also prompts you to question your beliefs and or perhaps help you to move through your limiting beliefs about yourself and what you deem possible. And like I said, when I first kicked off today's episode, even the most practical goal requires you to shift out of your comfort zone. And being and staying okay with this reality does indeed require commitment. So yes, you can declare goals at any time of the year. But since it's January, I'm asking you that you figure out your goals instead of making resolutions. And you use the steps that i shared in this episode to help you do that especially if you don't already have a process for doing so and even if you do maybe you can add a thing or two to your existing approach now this is the start of a series so next week i'm going to be back to talk about the money factor that almost every goal that you have has so make sure to come back next week and in the meantime again, happy new year. And before I wrap up today's episode, let me remind you of the three questions that I did ask at the very top of our time together. First, what was your biggest financial accomplishment last year? What was your biggest financial challenge last year? And how are your answers to those questions influencing what you most desire For this year, I mean it when I say I'd love to know your answers. So if you're game, send me a DM on IG to share. On Instagram, I'm Jaquette M. Timmons. As always, thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening all the way into the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, podcast, pardon me, please leave a review because we do take the time to read them and we certainly appreciate them. And if you want to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.